Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. And uh, we've been studying uh, Jesus' ministry of that of high priest. And uh, what we're going to do is continue our study about uh, faith, the subject of faith. And one of the most uh, powerful aspects of faith is what we say. And um, I will go through the scriptures and show you that the power of, we're going to talk about how to create, and um, we will look at God and see how he created. And that is how you and I are to create as well because the Bible tells us that we ought to be imitators of Him. And so we will um, take a journey through the Bible. We'll see uh, in Genesis chapter 2, actually, where it, um, Genesis chapter 1, verses uh, uh, 3, I believe it was, um, when God began to speak and uh, create. And so uh, we'll take an example from God and we'll move all the way through. We'll see um, the fact that he came to Abraham and changed his name from Abram to Abraham. We'll discuss why he did that. And um, uh, as we progress all the way, it is my hope that we would begin to truly understand the power of our words. And so that you and I can now create a new life for ourselves, our families, by our confession and uh, uh, by faith. And so um, let's take a look at Genesis chapter 1, verses 3, and we are going to look at that and see the power of words from the inception in our Bible. And uh, verses 3 reads, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, the thing about uh, these, um, and as you continue, uh, it, it tells you all the different things in God said, and God said. And um, uh, the, we can look into that and see um, that uh, he was very specific in what he said. Um, so... Uh, it says, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. So, in creating our new life, uh, we have to be very specific 
with our words as to what exactly do you want. So uh, if we're going to take an example from God, and the Bible tells us that we ought to be imitators of God, then uh, we need to uh, be mindful of the fact that the words that you're saying are powerful, but uh, also that you have to be specific in what you want. And um, the Bible tells us that uh, in Isaiah uh, 55, verse 11, God says, So my word uh, be which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. And so Isaiah uh, chapter 55 verse 11 confirmed um, Genesis chapter uh, 1 verses 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. He says that his word did not come back to him empty. It accomplished what he desired. And um, he desired light and there was light. And um, uh, it says in verse 4, And God saw that the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. So um, uh, here is the power of words. There is the power of specific, specific words. And as I read in Isaiah 55, verse 11, it says that those specific words did not, uh, uh, that it would accomplish what God desires. And so um, it's very important that uh, you and I uh, be specific and that it would bring forth our desires. And um, uh, Psalms 33, verse 6 makes a statement. It says, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. And we see that in Genesis as, um, in Genesis 1 3. And, uh, but it goes on in, in Psalms 33 6. It says, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. And if you study the Genesis chapter 1, you'd see all the different hosts, uh, that he talks about. But, um, I believe it even goes further than that because Lucifer and all the angels and all of them, the Bible tells us they were created also by the word of God. So as uh, God being specific as to what he wants, he spoke and it came into existence. And our father has blessed us with that same blessing that we can speak and cause things to be created in our life. And, um, uh, Jesus, uh, he talks us, talk to us about, uh, the power of words and we see that all through, um, the scriptures. So, um, the next place that I wanted to take you guys to, because I did mention, uh, that, uh, I wanted to start, um, give you a brief example with, uh, using God the Father. And then I was going to take you into Abraham's life. And so, God comes to Abraham and um, he tells Abraham that he wants to make him a father of many nations. And so at the time, Abram was his name. And so it is very important uh, what God was trying to do 
in the Word when he came to to Genesis, uh, to Abraham's life and the, this covenant. And so we see now this name change in Genesis chapter 17. And um, it talks about when God, uh, um, you know, God visits Abram. And uh, verse 17, chapter 17, verse 1, and it says, And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect, and I will make a covenant between me and you, and will multiply, your, multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And there is much symbolism in that naming um, and uh, uh, from Abram to Abraham. And uh, I've heard some beautiful sermons in my life about it. But one of the um, one of the revelation in that in that name change is that uh, under Abram we had. Uh, a birth of Ishmael, and Abram uh, represented uh, dying to um, our ability, uh, because uh, Ishmael was produced by uh, the decisions uh, of uh, Sarah and Abram, and they produced um, uh, and Hagar also was a part of that decision because she had to, uh, uh, you know, as a handmaiden of Sarah, she was a part of it. And so uh, um, the, they de- decided to help God out because God had promised that he would um, give uh, them a seed. And so they felt, you know, um, since... Uh, there was nothing going on with them, and Sarah was barren, and she was still not having, uh, uh, being pregnant. So they wanted to help God out. And so Ishmael was created. And so with the change from Abram, it is signifies, uh, the death of our ability. And with the change into Abraham, it shows that we're coming under the covenant of God, and now we are going to be confessing or speaking the words that God has chosen for us to speak. And the Bible tells us, Jesus says, um, man shall not live by bread alone when um, when Lucifer uh, came to tempt him. And uh, he makes a statement, he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. And that is in Matthew chapter 4, verses 4. And so um, here God is trying to show you and I uh, that that change is very specific. It is the 
realizing that we no longer have to depend on ourselves because that's when we come out of faith. But we have to rely on the word of God, as a, uh, Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And we talked about uh, the words that come out of the mouth of God, that um, in Isaiah fifty five eleven it states, so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. And so um, within this scripture here in, in Genesis chapter 17 and this whole piece with uh, God and Abraham now, um, it is showing us, trying to teach us, that that change over from the reality, uh, relying on ourselves, on what the Bible calls the flesh and its abilities, um, into uh, the word of fate. And um, Abraham's name means a father of many nations. So God comes, makes a Covenants say you are going to be father of many nations. And then he changed his name in order for he to change his confession as to who he is, number one. And so when people call him from this day forward, they will no longer be calling him Abram. Um, they will be confessing who he is. He is the father of many nations. Abraham. And so, um, as we begin to, and this is a perfect example of being specific, as I mentioned to you, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And when he wanted something else, he said, let there, the firmaments of the heaven be, and he began to speak to that. And so, Every circumstances that is in your life today, you're going to have to be specific to speak to your illness, uh, to, speak, uh, to speak to your need for a job, to speak to all of your needs, because they are scriptures for every one of those things. And God says that his word in Isaiah 55, 11 will not return empty so you and I have to switch over with the same exchange that Abraham and, uh, did. And God showed him now how to confess, how to, how to begin. God began to teach him. And in order for that to happen and for everyone around him was to begin to speak the truth of who he, he is, because God says, I have made thee a father of many nations. And so Abram, was changed to Abraham. I wanted to spend some time on that to really um, uh, develop that aspect of this relationship of faith that you and I and lifestyle of faith for the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. And um, I wanted to uh, spend and show you the importance of this thing um, that uh, we have in our mouth, uh, the, the power of words 
by using our tongue. And um, the Bible warns about this uh, this uh, tongue of ours. Um, we're going to take some different aspects of the um, our confession. We're going to show you how we could sin through our confession. Um, uh, we're going to talk about the power of words. We're trying to show you how uh, what what I'm going to as you begin to study more and more, we'll see that what we speak and how we speak ties into who we are, ties into our personality, ties into all of these aspects of us um, that uh, we we don't really pay attention to, and which we ought to because it is very important that uh, we pay attention to the words that we speak. Uh, because the Bible tells us that we will have to stand before God the Almighty and give an account of those words that we speak. So if we have to give an account to God about the words that we speak, that means that he takes it very serious about the words that we speak, and we ought to turn take it very serious about the words that we speak, because those words are creators, uh, creative power, or their destructive power. And so uh, we have been releasing those words over the lives of ourselves first, over the lives of our children, over the lives of our friends and family members. And uh, we ought to be more responsible in how we use our tongue and our words. Um, the Bible tells us that we sin through um, the the usage of our words. And um, uh, the sinful nature of our hearts, or the Bible tells us, um, from the abundance of the heart, mouth speak. So whatever you put into your spirit, man, that is what you will speak. And many times I would People would present themselves to me, um, and uh, people are, you know, they always, I'm known to be one of those that are very quiet and be listening to people, because I believe the scripture and the principle that um, uh, this, uh, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, that they, the mouth will speak, and so it will locate them. Um, as they speak, I will be able to locate them. Um, because the, the Bible, as I mentioned to you, it tells us that is this, this thing, um, is one of the most dangerous weapons out there known to mankind. Uh, the words and what it does to a person's spirit. Uh, the Bible tells us that, um, in Exodus, that uh, we are in Exodus chapter 20, verses 7 and 16. It tells us that we these are the t several of the sins that we can commit with our tongue and uh, bearing false witnesses and lo losing using the, the Lord's name in vain. And um, I know Jesus also, he, he warned us about that, about using um, uh, the tongue in, in you know, uh, how we how we talk. Paul talks about it. Um, the Bible tells us uh, uh, not to um, 
be angry and sin not and all these different things and that sin I'm sure is what we say to people um, but Jesus talks about uh, that aspect of using of our words and so forth in Proverbs uh, 25 18 there's this scripture that says telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe wounding them with a sword or shooting them uh, with a strap, sharp arrow. And um, this thing, we have to be very careful that uh, what we use this for. Um, uh, Psalms 34, 13, it talks us about uh, uh, to keep our tongue from speaking evil and our lips from telling lies. Lies and speaking evil, uh, these are sins that, uh, and the book of Proverbs is one of the books that talks about these uh, particular principles. Uh, Proverbs 26, verse 20, um, talks about without wood, a fire goes out, and without gossip, a quarrel dies down. Um, Proverbs 6, uh, 16 through 19, it talks about the things that God hates, and um, a lying tongue is one of those things that God's hate. And so we have to be very mindful, guys, of <clears throat> how, pardon me, how we speak to each other, um, how we embrace each other with our words, because it also says that uh, uh, words can be, be uh, soothing, could be a honeycomb. Uh, so... Um, we are going to study and spend time about this, but I wanted to go through um, an intro and to and begin to prepare our hearts for this journey about the words and how we speak to each other. Proverbs nineteen five, as I mentioned earlier, it talks about a false witness will will not go unpunished, and he who breeds out lies will not escape. This thing about lying. God takes it very, very serious, and we ought to uh, be able to take it uh, um, serious as well. And um, in Matthew 5.22, let's go and read that scripture, and we'll show you um, that uh, uh, this thing about the words and how we speak is really interesting. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whosoever insulted his brother will be liable to the council, and whosoever say, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. And so um, <laughs> we need to be very careful how we speak to each other, how we hold each other up, and with what we say. And um, the book of Proverbs, as I mentioned to you, if you, you do an in-depth study in that book, about the words and, and Proverbs 23, 21, 23 reads, Whosoever watches his mouth and tongue keeps himself from trouble. And so our trouble uh, starts with our mouth and our tongue. It says here in Proverbs 20, 21, 23. And uh, 
of the things about God the Father that I love and I have told you and talked to you about the revelation that he gave to me about grace being the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. And the reason why God knew that we were going to fall, he knew he knows all things. And so uh, this power of grace is to get you and I out of the trouble that we get ourselves in. And those troubles that we get ourselves in, um, in Proverbs uh, 21, 23, whosoever watches his mouth and tongue keeps himself from trouble. And But God is so merciful to us and he loves us so much. The Bible says, great is his faithfulness, his mercy endures forever. When do you need grace? He says, come boldly before the throne of grace, whereby you may obtain grace when? In the time of need. And so he's there for us in the time of need. And um, uh, most of this stuff, as I mentioned, uh, uh, we, is the result of what we say. Proverbs eleven nine: evil words destroy one's friendship. Wise uh, discernment rescues the godly. Um, uh, Proverbs 15, uh, verses 1, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but hard words stir up anger. Proverbs twelve eighteen. There's one who rash words are like swords thrust, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So we can heal each other from by what we say. We can damage each other, destroy relationships by what we say. Um, different aspects of it. Um, we can, uh, the Bible goes on and tells us in the book of Proverbs 18, 20, and 21, for the fruits of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. What more can you say? That particular uh, scripture um, I wanted to get to that. I wanted to use that as one of my last um, uh, scriptures. And what I'm doing here is just building foundation with this particular episode. As I don't want to rush and um, uh, and just gloss over this, you know, because it's just you know uh, I wanted to take my time so that you and I can understand the importance of this, because the Bible tells us that we will stand before the, the Father in judgment for the words that we say. Why? Proverbs um, 18, 20, and 21. For the fruits of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their, their lips, they are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Proverbs 12, 13, and 14. Evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk, and so the innocent escape trouble from the fruits of their lip. People are filled with good things, and the works of their hands bring them reward. And so uh, this aspect, uh, our principle of speaking and uh, correct words, uh, it showed us that healing could 
could be brought from what we say. We can heal each other, as I said earlier. Um, it says, the one who whose rash words are like th sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise bring healing. Begin to speak healing to your friends, uh, your children, your parents, your siblings, um, yourself. Speak healing of yourself. It's important that you speak words about and encourage yourself, because if you have learned to love yourself as God loved you, um, with all of your faults, you're going to have to have to face yourself. You're going to have to have to face yourself in order to understand who you are. I started in Genesis, and I showed you that God's Word was specific to produce a desired results. And we looked at Isaiah um, 55, verse 11, and we saw that uh, the power of God's Word, where it says that, uh, so will my Word be which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Very specific, God. I showed you the specific, uh, when he was very specific about creating because he, he understands the principle and the power of his word. I told you about Abraham and Abram, that changed, and that was a specific reason for the change, because he was transforming himself from using his flesh, which was Abraham, to living and walking by faith. The Bible calls him the father of faith, and he, through, it says Abraham was the father of faith, not Abram. And so, Abraham being the father of Fiji, God began to change his name, made his confession of who he was and is, and it manifested. And Sarah got pregnant, and um, uh, she gave birth to a son. And um, look at uh, that promise today as we look into, uh, look around the world. We are a part of those that promise, for the Bible tells us that we were grafted into uh, this uh, sonship. Uh, and so you and I are a product of that uh, um, confession and that covenant that God made with Abraham, telling him that he is the father of many nations by changing his name, coming into that covenant. And so as Christians today, you and I are part of this covenant. And that promise is fulfilled in our life. And God's word did not turn empty. And so Jesus made the statement, as I mentioned to you, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word live and we tell you that the just shall live by faith. And uh, the faith that we live is that of Christ. It tells us it, it, this all works into to, uh, by, you know, believing and trusting the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are not saved, you need to become saved in order to reap the benefits of what we're talking here and at this podcast. And um, we will pick up again and continue this study on the power of our words because it's very important 
And um, uh, because we do have to stand before God, as the Bible tells us, and give an account of the words that we speak, because they produce results. Um, in either case, they produce good life, they produce death. And uh, it could produce healing. And it is my hope that you begin to get a different perspective about what you say and how you're speaking to people, how you're speaking to yourself, because evil words destroy one's friends, it says. And so evil words can destroy one's self. Evil words can destroy one's child, one's mother, one's father, one's brothers and sisters. Evil words destroys, period. And so um, stop destroying, uh, start healing. A gentle word uh, turns away wrath. A hard word stirs up anger. Um, Proverbs twelve eighteen. this is one whose rash words are like a sword thrust. The tongue of the wise brings healing. It's my hope that as you listen to this, this podcast, that you would take your words and that you would first, as I mentioned earlier, bring healing to yourself. Call yourself, forgive yourself. Bring healing to you. Bring healing to your children. Bring healing to your husband and wife, your parents, um, your siblings, your friends, your co-workers. Bring healing uh, by speaking um, wise words. And um, as we continue, that uh, you and I will uh, grow. And as the Bible says, that uh, from uh, the abundance of one's heart, the mouth speaks so that we can put the word of God in our spirit so that when we speak, we are able to speak healing um, in our situation and um, speak words, specific words to every situation that you're going through. Find it in the Bible. Find God's word and use it because it says that his word will not come back empty. Find it, make the switch as Abraham did from Abram to Abraham and from the self uh, um, to the spirit. And so um, until next time, uh, stay and live by faith. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio,
CastBox, Overcast, and many more.